1: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing.
0: Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all
1: to hear. Lock up your children. Yes, Salem. We are finally back with the new episode of Tis the Podcast. The podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 365 days per year and the Halloween spirit alive for one month per year. I am Anthony. I'm Julia. I'm Tom. Guys we're finally
0: back all three of us. Awesome. Yeah I'm glad we're reintroducing ourselves to our audience. I don't think they remember
1: who all three of us are together. <laughs> I it's mean I win went- it. I wish we kind of had a pithy musical number to sing when we come back for our first oh, episode. Oh, no kidding. But...
2: That is the way to clinch it.
1: But how have you been, both of you?
2: Good. Been good.
0: Just missed y'all.
1: I've Miss been good, too. too.
0: I'm starting to get a taste of a, a small taste of what Julia's life is like. Ellie had a performance at the at her first football game ever on Friday night. How did it go? It was unbelievably adorable. She How come we haven't seen pictures? I can send some in Discord. Uh, I worked lunch on part of, you know, going to a stupid, expensive private school. You have to do volunteer work as well. So I worked lunch on Friday and her teacher tells me she needs to talk. And she's like, let's talk and walk. I'm like, oh, great. Because Ellie's gotten in trouble a couple of times. I'm afraid, oh, she's in trouble. Oh, well, the teacher just wanted us to know that when they were at the pep rally, Ellie was trying to do everything the cheerleaders did, and she thought we needed to get Ellie into cheer now. Oh, oh man, that's awesome!
2: How you like that?
0: I got thoughts, <laughs> but you know, that's cool. So, is she? Is she going for it? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get her into
1: cheerleading. Oh my, that's goodness. awesome! That's I mean, how fun! Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Bring It On is a great movie.
0: Bring It On. I love all those. Bring It On, Step It Up, all those like dance and cheer movies are pretty darn
1: good. We came out with new Bring It On this year, straight to like video horror version of Bring It On. But really? (laughs) Haven't watched it. Julia, how was your week away?
2: It was good. Went to a place I'd never been before, Salt Lake City. Um, beautiful. there, very pretty. And I learned what I suspected all along that the team of people I work with are like, just really great, really great people. So it was a, it was a great location to get to meet a lot of really cool workmates and it was fun. Plus I went to a top golf and I've never been to a top golf before and I can hit that dang ball and it feels real good you ever hit just really hard hit a golf ball yes yeah yeah that's fun that's like some serious fun (laughs) gonna lie
0: we have yeah we have one here in jinx i know and it's so much fun
2: it's so much fun i told ethan i'm like this is what you need to do with friends you need to bring some friends here and you need to go do the hard golf ball hitting it's a lot of fun so but It was a good trip. Um, other than that, I mean, we celebrate October because it's closer to Christmas and because it's Halloween month, but, um, we celebrate October in the Colburn house with it's marching band competition season. And so you will have no free time whatsoever, but you'll love it. So it's going to be a wild month folks. We'll see if we can make it to Halloween. That's the goal. (laughs) That's the end, end of competition season. Thank cool. you, Anthony. You've had some, I don't know, big events in your life lately.
1: It was my birthday last week, and my sister got married. Man. And the wedding was fun. Although, I was concerned there wouldn't be a wedding the day before the wedding. Because uh, the fiancé and half of the groomsmen showed up to the rehearsal, bombed out of their mind. and oh. Was Anthony my- one of these? I was not, because they went golfing, and they're like serious golfers, and I, I'm not a serious golfer, so I didn't go. <laughs> no, I was fine, but my sister was furious, the wedding planner was furious, his mother was furious, I, uh, I was unsure sure there was going to be a wedding the next day, but the next oh, day, the uh, <laughs> wedding planner sent her assistant like you know other people to deal with the bridal suite while she babysat the guy is because of what happened, what
2: happened. Oh, oh my gosh
1: i i want her to organize my life man she was awesome uh, um no like even like you know how you're doing pictures in the suite like you know like the girls all have mimosas and champagne and stuff she allowed us one shot each for like a picture for the photographer like a toast and then she cut come- the <laughs> I love it
2: so much. she's not playing
1: she was she not, not playing. playing um but yeah mm-hmm. then the morning of the wedding <laughs> the maid of honor ran into the groom and and he was nervous and a mess <laughs> And uh, so Sarah ends up calling me from the bridal suite saying go keep Dave company because like he's a mess. Nobody knows what he's going to do. I felt like Ross in that episode (laughs) where Chandler ran off on Monica just trying to keep track of him. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But it all went off without a hitch. It was fun. My sister's, it was beautiful. I cried. She looked beautiful. They're very happy. Um, I Hounded shots at the bar all night with uh, a lot of her friends who know how to party. Um, they did not have a lot of slow dances, but the flower girl stole my wife for one of the slow dances. And I said to her, You stole my date. And she said, You should have stepped up. And I was like, Whoa, you're like six. Years oh, old. <laughs> snap. <laughs>
0: Anthony put in his place already, huh?
1: But it was a. Like, fantastic weekend with fantastic people and then the drive home the next day was uh, not great because we had to keep stopping on the side of the highway for me to get sick so what oh. should have been like just over two hour ride was over three hours
2: oh man
1: that's rough but it was good it was it was a lot of fun hmm.
2: that's
1: so funny yeah what a time what about you tom
0: I've been doing really well, just uh, carting around a child who is um, busy with activities and birthday parties. Julia promised me the birthday parties slow down as they get older, and uh, I do. That's it also
2: depends to. on how social your kid is, though, so might not be true for yours.
0: Our church is talking about doing a greeter program for with kids, letting kids greet people when they come in, and Ellie's one of two that they've recommended for it.
1: That's a yeah, great that's idea. awesome. How's your, uh, speaking of your church time, how's your studying going to become a bishop in this church?
0: Oh, a priest, not a bishop. A
1: priest.
0: Uh, I actually start official studies next year. Oh, that's Ooh. exciting. Just hang out and get to know the parish and get involved. Are we going to get invited
1: to your first service?
0: Sure. That would give me an excuse um, to
1: fly out. That's a special occasion.
0: That'll be fun. Yeah. My dog got blessed this weekend. Aww. Oh, that's
2: neat. Is that the one they do down by the river?
0: No, we uh had a pet blessing at our parish.
2: Oh, that's so
0: neat. It was so oh, much fun. God. They threw water on my dog's face and she didn't love it.
2: <laughs> she wasn't a fan.
0: No.
1: <laughs>
2: well.
0: What else has been going on for you crazy kids?
1: Well, there was a big, pretty big movie that dropped this past weekend at Disney Plus that I set my alarm for to watch at 3 a.m. when it dropped, despite being away.
0: <laughs> okay, I have a lot of questions about this, about this movie. A lot of questions. I'm supposed to believe that for whatever reason, book just became Oh, wait, wait, we're not let's, ready. let's
1: let's okay. So for oh, those sorry, who sorry. don't know, tonight we are covering. What was revealed today to be the largest Disney Plus original debut ever to date and the long-awaited sequel to the 1993 classic, Focus Pocus 2. Changing we're on the attack,
2: yeah, the spell is gonna hit you, cause the witches are back. Oh, sisters, yeah, the witches, the witches, the witches are back. Stone gold sinners, as a matter of fact. I'm a witch, I'm a witch, but I'm better than you. Watch the way that we fly, the way that you'll die, bro.
1: So, quick plot synopsis. Three young women accidentally bring back the Sanderson sisters to modern-day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child-hungry witches from wreaking havoc on the world. So, pretty much the plot of the first one. A little different, but we'll get yeah, into that.
0: shocking. <sighs>
1: Shockingly different. We all, have, we, don't, we all have the same histories of this movie, so before we get into the cast, just give me your overall thoughts on the film after watching it. Tom, why don't you go first?
0: Okay, I don't understand. Like, suddenly now Book is so sentient, he can arrange things for the witches to come back and then has an opinion. I'm sorry, the entire thing revolves around some sentient, around the book suddenly have a personality and opinions? Like, it broke canon. This is a completely different book than we encountered in the first one, and it doesn't make sense. And, oh, look, this time, instead of going on a bus, we're going to go into Walgreens. Oh, look, ha, 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 how crazy things have changed. I think they could have done with a lot more originality. It needed its own plot line. It was the same thing I've seen and um, just not done as well.
1: Julia, oh, yeah. how about you?
0: I loved it. <laughs> I yeah, I did. I did too. I thought it was <laughs> No. I loved I every love... minute of it.
1: Are you are you trolling? Was, are you so you were trolling?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was totally trolling. I freaking oh loved it. It was amazing. But I knew I knew how to get under your skin tonight.
1: Oh my God. That's why I did not reply to your texts the other day when you were like, I need to know if you're trolling. I was like, I can't tell if he's trolling. Don't take the bait right now.
0: (laughs) Wait, let him bait me on on Tuesday night. I can't hold it (laughs) on, though. It was that movie was so stinking good. Mm -hmm. The young Sanderson sisters, they, I don't, Anthony usually does not like children actors. You have to admit, every one of those three in Old Salem
1: nailed their characters 100 percent absolutely disney plus is doing all these series give me a prequel series with the young sanderson sister turning into witches i'd watch the heck out of that yep so you loved it julia
2: i did i really loved it i was surprised by it i mean i didn't know how the movie was going to go but the turn that it actually took i was not anticipating at all um and i i mean i probably would have gotten great enjoyment out of a movie that didn't surprise me at all, just because I like the first one so much and they pay a lot of lip service to fans of the first one, which is exactly what I need and expected. Um, but the way that they crafted a different unique story in the end made me very, very, very happy. It was just like icing on the cake for me. So I really like this one.
1: Yeah, it was exactly what I wanted more campiness, more fun, i yeah, just more of Bette Midler, Kathy, to Jimmy, and Sarah Jessica Parker bouncing around, acting like idiots, which is exactly what we got. And this sh- should have been a
0: theatrical release. It was so well done, especially when we compare it to other things Disney has released for theatrical release. The mm-hmm. quality of this, everything the the cinematography, the CGI, everything, the music, it was good.
1: And it was surprisingly, mm-hmm. to your point, Julia, and we'll talk about that when we get to it, emotional at the end, uh, yes. which I do have questions about the end, about what exactly happened there, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Uh, the end set us up for a, a,
0: a third one,
1: 100%. I mean, yeah, there was the after credit scene with the cat and the second black flame candle. Yep. Oh, I didn't see the after credits. After scene,
2: oh, you did it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a cat walking through Gilbert's shop and he helps hops on a shelf and th- he made a second black flame candle.
2: Which, by the way, cobweb is one of the cutest names for a black cat I've ever heard.
1: Yes, I meant the way the girls were
0: walking, like the Sanderson sisters arm in arm.
1: I loved Cats. that. But uh, let's run through the cast real quick. And this will be really easy because we've covered 95% of this cast through Halloween and Christmas stuff before. Mm -hmm. So Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kath and Jimmy return as Winifred, Sarah, and Mary Sanderson. And uh, I'll just say now, they didn't miss a beat. They slid right back into those old roles and that old chemistry effortlessly, at least in my opinion. Yes, fully agree. Sam Richardson, who we've covered before, plays Gilbert, the owner of the old Salem magic shop, which is also the former home of the Sanderson sisters. And he turns out to be a pretty big fanboy of theirs and their story, which I was not expecting from the trailer. You know who my favorite periphery character was? I think it's going to be mine, too. (laughs) Tony Hale as Jeffrey Trask. No. Really? Okay. Oh,
0: who was yours? I loved Hannah Waddingham as Mother Witch.
1: As the Mother Witch? She was awesome. Oh my gosh.
0: She was just, just for capturing a new character in the same, who was from the same time period and the same, like, just, just world as the Sanderson sisters. She knocked it out of the park. Yeah. But I just love Tony Hale. And
1: and that, she adds to the first movie too, when they're always talking about mother, like you always just assumed it was their mother, but they keep, it's her, which I love. Mother Witch.
2: Yeah, I love that Uh, too.
1: My favorite was Tony Hale as Jeffrey Trask, the mayor (laughs) slash the reverend in flashbacks. And I'll just say right now, he had the most heartbreaking story in this thing. All the guy wanted was a candy apple on Halloween. All he wanted was a candy apple. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And we'll talk about that when we get to it. Uh, Doug Jones returns as Billy Butcherson who had more to do this time around, more to say. and uh, goodness. Yeah, he looked exactly the same. I guess yeah. all the makeup hides his aging better than uh, the Sanderson sisters did, even though they still looked fantastic.
2: They still look darn good.
1: Hannah Waddingham, we already mentioned. And yeah, so really the three other cast members are Whitney Peak as Becca, who we may have covered before when we did the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I can't remember if she was in that episode. Um, but she's also in the Gossip Girl revival on HBO Max and the Apple TV series Home Before Dark. Um, I love her, and she's very clearly the Winifred equivalent of the three girls. For sure. We had Lila Buckingham as Cassie Trask, the mayor's daughter and the popular classmate and estranged friend of Becca and Izzy, uh, who was the Sarah equivalent. And then my favorite of the three girls, Izzy, played by Melissa Escobedo, and uh, she's a quirky best friend who says it like it is, and I loved her a lot. And she's a Mary uh, equivalent.
0: Her her use of sarcasm throughout this, as a both as a comedic plot, but as obviously as a um, her go-to reaction with to trauma was cracked me up.
1: And uh, the. The fourth child who's not in it as much, but I loved every second he was on screen is Froy Gutierrez, who portrays Mike, Cassie's boyfriend, who is sorry, well I'm meaning, dumb. but an idiot. He's
0: an so idiot. Dumbed.
1: And uh he is best known for Teen Wolf and Cruel Summer, the TV show mm-hmm. Teen Wolf, obviously. Um and then we of course need to give shout-outs to Taylor Henderson, Juju Brenner, and Nina Kitchen for playing young, Winifred, Sarah, and Mary.
0: Mm-hmm. Taylor Henderson blew that Nailed out of the it.
1: park. Yeah, she did. So let's like hop right in because I'm excited now to talk about it when I have had this pit in my stomach for three days. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> uh so before we even get into it the disney logo the beautiful new disney logo comes up and then it goes dark and the forest starts surrounding it and you get spooky music and i thought that was a really nice touch to open the movie
0: oh i like it when the they mess the with bird.
2: the traditional castle yeah. and stuff
0: yeah and we that was op- oh that part yeah that was a i thought that disney castle looked cooler than the one we see at the beginning of the <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we open in 1653 salem with young Winifred Sanderson uh, storming through town, pushing through people. She's clearly the same. She's clearly uh, on her way to becoming the woman we know her to be. Uh, She terrifies and annoys the town. She uh, has just been informed she has to marry by Reverend Trask because the girls are orphaned they never mentioned their mother and their father has died so he's taking it upon himself to marry her off Mm -hmm. and she's not happy about this she's like 14 14, which comes in handy which put a pin in that because that was old back then as we'll find out later on when they discover how old they think the girls are Mm -hmm. (laughs) um Um,
0: well she's upset that she has to marry this
1: john pritchett
0: john pritchett because she's very much in love with her soulmate billy
1: billy butcherson who she shared a kiss in the cemetery with (laughs) which is (laughs) blasphemy so reverend trask decides to banish her from salem and take away mary and sarah to be raised by another family and hopefully uh they who will hopefully knock sense into them and pandemonium ensues when their pet spider gets on the reverend and he starts freaking out and the whole town starts freaking out and winnie takes her sisters and runs off into the forbidden wood with them Mm -hmm. and what happens in the wood julia
2: uh they they see what's her name mother witch
1: mother witch well first i hear come little children which nice touch
2: very nice touch Um, And they form a calming circle because they're all terrified, right? Because Mm -hmm. it is the forbidden forest for a reason. People disappear in there. And um, that's when Mother Witch comes to them. Um, and we get some background background, right? Um, it's where we, f- we first see book in this movie. We know book obviously from the original movie. Um, and Winifred is immediately just like fascinated by everything she learns from Mother Witch, right? Oh, witches are a real thing. Oh my gosh. Oh, there's spells in there. Oh, that's super cool. Um, as you fully expect, right? Um, the other two sisters are interested. But Winifred is a whole different level of interested in all of this as the band, as the leader of
1: the band. And first of all, I, lo- I just want to say, because this is our introduction to book in this movie, I loved book in this movie, how they made him a like yeah. flat out character and gave him personality.
0: Me too. He had opinions and agency.
1: Yeah. I do. I do have questions about how he's bound in human skin and everything, and like full of evil spells. I have questions about his turn at the end, but we'll get there. <laughs> well, they're not all
2: evil spells, as you learn as Winifred is flipping through the book. Um, mm-hmm. One is just turn somebody into a cat, which obviously is in there for us because of Thackeray Binks from the first one. But I mean, that's probably not always nefarious. (laughs) Maybe it is. I'm not sure. Um, (laughs) But
1: but the other is something called Magica Maxima, the power spell.
2: That's right. And obviously Winifred is very interested in that one. And Mother Witch is very fast to say that's one we don't do. We don't. And
1: book is very fast to close himself up because he doesn't like that spell either.
2: That's right. Book does not like that spell, and it's called out. So it's the you know it's the gun (laughs) on the mantelpiece. You know it'll come back. Yes. Um. And so we intuit at that point, right, that this is the mother they've referred to in the first movie, but also that she helps them grow their powers as witches growing up. Because this is we stop seeing them at this age. It is when we cut to present time. Um with them you know rushing back to their to their cottage to pay a little revenge on people that didn't treat them right um but we leave them as kids and so there's just whole gaps of time that we obviously don't see um because what we what we see of them in the first one is them getting hung that first
1: disney give us that prequel series set in the 1600s please
2: i'd like to see what the hijinks they get up to um but that Uh, takes to present time
1: well we do get the one her first spell they sneak back into town at night and she sets fire to the reverend's home and you know there's just this close up of her face as she smiles as the town is panicking which nice touch you see she's getting in touch with her evil side of it right. and then uh, my first huge smile this movie when we cut to the credits and the classic hocus pocus theme starts slowing, and I'm like ah oh, chills yep. well was. worth it
2: it was chills <laughs> um, so we cut to future state right um we're in the here and now and we are introduced to our two of three sister type characters right um in modern day so we have becca who is whitney peak we talked about earlier she is definitely a winifred match um we have her best friend izzy who is a is not a nincompoop at all in the same way that um mary Mary is but she kind of fills that same sort of space. Um, and then you have Cassie, who is sort of an estranged friend at this point at her high school relationships. Cassie's kind of plugged into the popular kids of which Becca and Izzy are not. And so there's a divide between the friend group um, and Cassie, she's got blonde hair. So you kind of just automatically assume she's maybe like.
1: Well, they're also dressed of the same colors, right? We're green, red and pink or purple rather. That's true. That's true. So. Um, I will say, not only did I like the child actors in the past, but they made me invested in the current day child children, 100%. Too. Yeah. 100%. That, and actually, that's a good chance for me to ask. Did you miss the original cast? Did you feel like they were missing? Or were you fine with them not being in it? That they have moved on with their lives and they weren't in this story? Like the I original kids. Seen,
0: I would have liked to have seen Max, but I don't feel we lost anything by him not being there.
2: That's how I feel too, which is funny because my friend Sarah was texting with me when she had just watched it and I hadn't watched it yet. And she's like, man, what a missed opportunity not having them come back in some way.
1: I think there were opportunities for them too, which we'll get to when we get further into the plot. I mean, Danny was in the first draft of the script. I just read in Entertainment Weekly. She originally had a supporting role as their teacher. Who That's they would what I then was gonna say. Go to help uh to for help uh when things get out of control that night. Actually, and Annie would have been, been great teachers. That. But yeah. she had conflict of interest. She was shooting Wednesday, which she ended up dropping out of anyway. So she didn't do Hocus oh. Pocus or Wednesday. Sad.
2: Man. I don't know how so, Laura
0: Birch could have passed that up. Wow,
1: yeah, for real.
0: Kidding.
2: Um, what's interesting, I saw a screen grab somewhere before I saw the movie, so I can't. I didn't know context at all, um, but it was Mother Witch's outfit compared to Thora Birch's witch outfit she's dressed up as in the original Hocus Pocus, and they're extraordinarily similar.
0: Mm-hmm. Like that's such a good throwback.
2: With the yeah. eye on the chest and like what looks like the kind of flamey phoenix type top. Um, so I don't know where they're going to take that, but interesting. Might just be a, a bit of fan service, but maybe not. Um anyway, so you've got this friend group, um, Becca has very witchy ties, right? Like she carries, um, gems for luck and kind of talks about magic, um, loosely, but at this point, you're kind of like, it's a jokey matter. Is it not a jokey matter? You know, whatever. Um, Izzy's a lot more chill about it. She's just, um, very compassionate character. Um, and we get some friction, run-ins where becca and izzy come to class and cassie is there and that's where we get the backstory of they used to be very close friends mm-hmm. um they used to celebrate becca's birthday which it is um her 16th birthday
1: which fashion. mother Witch told winifred in the prologue. yep that's because when a witch Winifred's comes birthday. into her powers that's right
0: um so which I felt yeah. really dumb when it came up later that they made, a, like I missed that at the time, that it was, oh, it's going to be her 16th birthday. She's going to be a witch. It was very obvious, but I did miss it.
2: Yeah. um I liked the, to back up, I liked the birthday banner they made for Winifred.
1: What did it say? Happy birthed, happy, yeah, I forget, but they still, like still birth the same way as Hagrid did in, or yeah, birthday the same way Hagrid did in cute. Harry Potter. It was super yeah. cute.
2: Um, okay, so then we also meet Cassie's boyfriend who's dumb as a bag of rocks. I, I could have done without that personally. Like, I didn't need him to be dumb as a bag of rocks. He's kind of funny, but...
1: I like it later on. <laughs> but, uh... With the whole, because, whole bullying yeah. like, <laughs> conversation? <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. Um, but, but, yeah, this is where you find out that the three of them used to go into the woods every time it was becca's birthday and do a little witchy ritual and again you assume it's just one of those things you light a candle say a few words and that's it right but cassie's not going this year because her and mike are throwing a party at dad's house well dad's Dad's gonna be out yep (laughs)
0: totally in all in on this fall festival for the for salem i
1: mean how amazing did that fall festival yeah. look i would love something like that
0: yeah did y'all know they had the old salem district in salem when they were running when the girls were going uh into the woods mm-hmm. they went through and they said it was like the the his, the salem historical district yeah
1: but I that's legit
0: that, i think so oh,
1: that, that is incredible. legit yeah oh,
2: i didn't know I that that was all set that's so wild
0: now, I want to go to Salem even more in October.
1: Mm-hmm. But we learn, so the girls leave school. Becca's obviously upset. And we meet the mayor for the first time. And lo and behold, it's the same actor, Tony Hale, who played the Reverend in a flashback. Completely different personality. This guy is kind, goofy dad and loves <laughs> Halloween. Loves Halloween loves these girls who grew up with his daughter Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, he's a good guy i was worried he wouldn't be a good guy but he's a good guy
1: i was worried the whole time like yeah i was expecting the whole time like that he was might have actually still been the reverend like who had like witchy ties himself or something yeah but
0: i just expected we don't see a genuinely good character like that who stays good
1: right that's right and uh and he was, to your point, Julia. Mike's idiocy got on your nerves. He he was a perfect balance of dim-witted, but you know, not a complete idiot.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah, he was the perfect combination. You want to tell us, Anthony, what happens when they go into the woods?
1: Well, before we get to the woods, we have to the go mayor gives him shop. yep flyers for his reelection campaign to pass out at Gilbert's magic shop, because apparently they spend a lot of time there out of school. And we see the magic shop and it's the Sanderson's cottage turned into a commercial magic shop. And I liked how in the first one we talked about between the prologue and the present day how much gentrification had gone on. It was closer to the road. Well, now mm-hmm. it's not even farther, far off the road at all. It's right on mm-hmm. like a main street. So Salem has expanded. Yeah. Which I liked that touch. And the magic shop is very cool actually he has book and like a hannibal Lecter type (laughs) mask so it can't be open or no it can't escape right Um, and he's telling the story the legend of the sanderson sisters to this crowded to you know you get the impression it's a show he does in the afternoons for kids and families and stuff he calls himself gilbert the great and i thought this was a nice economic way of telling people who haven't seen the original movie the whole deal with them right they yes. sucked out the soul of children they were hanged but before they got hanged they put a curse on the town where if a virgin lights a black flame candle on the full moon night on halloween they will return and my favorite awesome. meta joke in the whole movie, the kid who immediately asks, what's a virgin? Because that's the right. thing everybody's been asking for 30 years. And I loved Gilbert's explanation. It's uh, somebody who's uh, never lit a candle. <laughs> I, I did not love that
0: because... Through the first one, Ellie never asked a question what a virgin was. But when this kid asked, she's like, What's it? What is a virgin? And I'm like, oh, Thanks. Thanks so much, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Well, what did Gilbert the Great say? And she's like, He said it's somebody who's never lit a candle. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. That is in fact what he said.
0: I did not, I'm very particular. We, we said we were never going to lie to Ellie. And I found a way to not answer that question without lying. Yeah,
2: but you didn't say you wouldn't
0: sidestep. nope i i will i will gladly (laughs) avoid and pivot a conversation i don't want to have with a six year old
1: gilbert doesn't leave it there he talks about how 29 years ago people thought they saw the sanderson sisters fly across the moon and somebody might have lit the black flame candle to bring them back uh which i thought was cool and that comes into play later on and then he shows For the audience who are questioning why this new candle we're about to see doesn't look like the old one, the original one from the original movie was just burned down completely after that night. But because this is a commercial magic shop, he's selling a bunch of black flame candles. And if you want to try your hand at bringing back the Sanderson sisters, black flame candles are half off. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of love how... It's like Disney's meta commentary on how popular the Sanderson sisters have become in real life. That in the yes. movie they've become this big like pop culture thing within Salem itself. I thought that was a nice, really nice. That job. was. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Really was. All throughout the town, all the kids are dressed like the Sanderson sisters.
1: Yep. And uh yeah, but he apparently Becca and Izzy frequent this place a lot. He he calls them their favorite customers. So he gives them a special candle for Becca's birthday ritual, which he says he charged with special magic. And this candle is disgusting looking. It looks like blue drowned dead flesh. Which makes sense when you remember the first one. It's made from the fat of a hangman.
0: Human tallow.
1: <laughs> which i uh, pin in there because he says the process of making it later on wasn't pretty. So, well, I don't know what this guy's done.
2: Got some secrets.
1: <laughs> um, He gives that and free Angelica leaves, which are supposed to lift curses, to the girls for their ritual. And they go off into the forbidden wood. And what happens in the wood, Tom? They sit down to have a ritual. And they're just
0: hanging out, having fun, put the candle down, light it. And everything goes eerily quiet. You don't realize how much background noise is usually in a movie until (laughs) something like this happens. And there's no movement. Everything is quiet and they see the Sanderson sisters. And the one thing that I don't like about this movie...
1: Before the Sanderson sisters even appear, the Earth starts quaking, and then all light goes out, including the moon. Like, it's, like, pitch black. And you hear Izzy say, wasn't there a moon? (laughs) And I truly loved when the Sanderson sisters appear in the lightning and the fog. They just strike a really cool silhouette the way they did that.
0: Yeah. And and the girls literally, like nope and run away <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and i loved it they came back immediately and they're frolicking through the woods and start singing the witch's back which is an elton yes. john the elton john riff and you needed a big moment for them to return after 30 years and i loved it
0: yeah just, me too. just like in the first one when i put a spell on you these witches are so out of touch that they don't know what anything in modern times are but they know modern music and (laughs) that that is my one beef with this whole movie is that
1: well
0: well, at least if i
1: put a spell on you they heard the guy sing a version of it for five minutes before they took the stage (laughs) this time they didn't but i'll forgive it because that song was uh catchy as heck Uh but what saved it for me because i was like "Oh, it's a little weird to come back and start singing was is he calling that out when they're running who are they singing for yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then sarah jessica parker gets the only jump scare of the film just like the original where she pops up right in front of them and she's like you Yeah. and i loved that
0: yeah <laughs> yep and they are going to suck the life out of these children
1: Yes. Because it's
0: interesting because they had no interest at all in Thackeray in the first one. It was like he was too old and he was about the same age. But but they're gonna Well no, they thing.
1: said let's brew another batch for him, but then uh, yeah. he called them ugly and Winifred decided to curse him instead. <laughs>
0: But they decided the girls decided to tell them that I only look young I'm really forty and
1: <laughs> they're like forty you're ancient you're <laughs> old <laughs> and they are like and they're like, yeah well, that's why we brought you back you know we we worship you and they're so flattered they're like, dost thou worship us who's your favorite <laughs> 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 and I love it and they explained to them, you don't even have to brew a potion or kill kids nowadays because it's, there's a whole potion industry. You can just buy it in stores. And right. Where do they? Where do they take them? Walgreens. Walgreens, which was perfect. First of all, I love. Uh, they're commenting on the powerful light coming from within, and Izzy's like, "That's fluorescence for you." And if it's like that- fluorescence, I think we knew. I think we knew her.
2: <laughs> I love that.
1: <laughs> and they're amazed that the girls are yep. so powerful the gates part for them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. uh, i love it i love how winifred just walks in and like <laughs> twirls on the spot and sarah like jumps over the threshold it's so funny
2: <laughs> and we get a good little pseudo commentary on aging as a woman which made me laugh right because everybody's yeah. talked about how these three specific women have aged because you can't come back in a movie this long later not have that talk come up. So the, all that stuff with the skincare made me laugh. It's, yeah,
1: it's so funny, but like when you think about it, it's dark because they think they're eating children. Mary holds up the face mask. It's the face of a baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, yeah. and they're like eating it like a fruit roll-up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And to your point, Julie, said so I was like, ooh, retina, what a lovely name for a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're eating all this stuff and Becca has Izzy go get get salt because Mm -hmm. a circle of salt will protect them. That's right. And this is where they see three girls dressed as them (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they take a selfie. (laughs) And I love. They see themselves filtered with the beautiful filter. They're I like, know. You're
0: welcome.
2: So <laughs> <smart>. it's working. <laughs> that was such a clever use of modern technology, honestly. Like, how smart was that?
1: Yep. And I love when when they're like, why do they dress like us? And they're like, they worship you too. And Mary's like, we're very flattered, but it's not gonna save you later when we're hungry. <laughs> 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 but then uh what do they spot julia everyone's worst nightmare at these <laughs> oh those
2: awful aisle mirrors that are all contorted <laughs> because it's like the fishbowl <laughs> for security to be able to see the whole store and so they're horrified and they of course approach somebody that works there and is like do you have real human souls in these in these products and he's like of course we don't
0: <laughs> and- which tells me that the guy does not understand how products are made in third world countries
1: <laughs> <laughs> and of course they turn on the girls at this point chase them down an aisle and linda is about to straight up kill these girls she's like yeah. say hello to satan for me <laughs> yeah
2: she's intense they're like yeah. a little more intense in this one i feel like oh
1: Yeah, she is. Like, I read a lot online that they defanged the Sanderson sisters, and I don't think they did. I mean, until the turn at the end.
0: Yeah. But that was like a Linus moment.
1: I was about to say, I was going to say, we finally have a Halloween moment since Linus didn't have a Halloween moment in The Great Pumpkin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. we didn't. Um, But the salt works, and Winifred's lightning rebounds, and knocks out the security camera, and... (laughs) Mm -hmm. the lights are out and everything which is funny Mm -hmm. and uh the girls run off and Winifred realizes they need to fly to their cottage and get books so they can brew the potion the old-fashioned way so she finds a prop Halloween broomstick just like her old one and tells the sisters to find anything else and they must fly and what do they grab
0: um Twiffer Oh,
2: Swiffer! I was about to say I don't remember what she grabbed, and then Mary gets two Roombas.
1: <laughs> can I just say I love that these Roombas have personality. They almost do do even like droids and, and Star Wars almost. Yeah, that
2: was a really good idea. <laughs> and then and that she's kind of fond of them too, right? That yeah, that they're fond of them,
1: and, and they the fly fire- off.
2: Which again, nice callback to the first one where yeah. Mary gets bored into the stick always,
1: and. Yep. This is really, because the first one you didn't have the effects, they were always on wires just over a set. Here you see them flying over yeah. Salem, which green screen wasn't great, but that added to the charm, just like the original. It wasn't bad. Room. No, it wasn't bad. And yeah. uh, Winifred says, once they brew their potion, they'll run amok in Salem, and we get nice little, amok, 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 amok. And Winifred's like, stop that, don't make me come over there. <laughs> <laughs> but while they're flying, where did Izzy and Becca go? They run back to Gilbert's magic They're going. Shop. They're going to Gilbert's to get help. Right. That's right. But plot twist: Gilbert knew exactly what that candle was because he made it. He wanted to bring the Sanderson sisters back. So, book has woken up and he takes him out of his little glass case and opens it up, and that beam of light that lets that's like a beacon for the Sanderson sisters shoots into the sky and uh the girls are like you you did this and gilbert's like they were just misunderstood they're before their time and again i like that it's a commentary on you know everyone loves the sanderson sisters but they are child killing maniacs
0: <laughs> it's fine we and can of all course, meet a kid once in a while
1: the witches arrive and they strike again a perfect silhouette in that door just like they did in the first one when they come home yeah And they are so happy to be home until they realize what's happened to it. It no longer smells like death. It's not dusty. The rat tails aren't there anymore. That's right. (laughs) It's like a
2: fur rat tails. I love
0: it.
1: Um, And Gilbert introduces himself and Mm -hmm. we find out that he was there that night in 1993. He saw them. He was the one who saw them fly across the moon He said he was having a bad night to bully Stowall's Candy, which nice call back to Jay and Ice. Yep. And uh, he followed them to the graveyard and saw them explode. That's right. But he was sad.
2: He rescued Book.
1: But he rescued Book and Book taught him all about magic and everything like that. And how to make a black flame candle, which took a while, but he It was messy. It was messy. (laughs) And I actually, I actually love this moment where he's like, oh, I was there that night. And they're like, what night? And they get all up in his grill and he's like, okay, you guys are standing really close to me. <laughs> 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 um, And Winifred locks the girls in the dungeon, right? Which who knew yep. the house had a basement, but that That's was nice. Right. That, was a nice was. that was a nice, yep.
2: We see more and- of her power in this movie than we did in the first one.
1: Yeah, she, yep. cur- she curses the basement too, so they can't call for help. No one will hear or see them or anything like that. So they're trapped down there. And Winifred is all prepared to make this life potion like in the original until Mary finds what on the floor? A campaign poster for Mayor for, Trask's re-election. For Reverend Trask, as they think, right? That's right. Cyrus well, so like, it's the reverend! He's alive! And Winifred's like, of course not, you dimwit. Clearly a descendant, but clearly these girls still harbor hard feelings for what the Reverend did that to them all these years ago. Because all of a sudden, Winifred doesn't care about the potion; she wants revenge on him and all of Salem. Right. So and she this decides- causes
2: Becca and Izzy to have a rena- uh, renewed concern for
0: Cassie because they right. know they know where she's going she's going That's to right. the mayor's house
1: right so winifred opens the book she wants to do magica maxima but her and book and i will little fight here book does not yeah. want to do it and no. she ends up doing her lightning thing on him and uh she we starts don't reading know why
0: he doesn't like it either no
1: there's no, a no. warning but winifred says they have no time for warnings which red flag right there. And she goes right to the ingredients page and they need a bunch of things like a petrified spider and juice from an Aurelia leaf or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the head of a lover. And Mary's like, oh, well that sucks because all our lovers are dead. And Sarah's like, well, maybe we can make new ones. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when if first like? Yeah, she's so she boy crazy because
2: when they first see what's his face she's like a boy
1: <laughs> and Winifred's like well just dig up Billy Butcher say my old lover and so I was like actually he was my lover and she's like oh Sarah darling he was just a fling you were just a fling <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we learned just like the absolute worst worst thing about Bill, poor Billy poor poor Billy
1: <laughs> we do what do we learn about him later on
2: he has been like awake this whole dang time oh, since 93. He's like, Poor guy, right? He's like, that's How long, that's long
1: ago an <laughs> That is, a, so that is a worse thing. I guess you looked so tired at the end of the day. Yeah, I know. Poor Billy. Um, but Winifred, it's going to be a long night, just like the original. So Winifred asks if Gilbert has the Sanderson hourglass, which he does. Mm. And she ties his life to it, essentially. Like So they turn him into their little helper like he has until the last grain of sand falls or he'll die. Yep. They, he has to collect all the ingredients for them, except the blood of thy enemy, which the witches want to get themselves. Sure. And I thought if they wanted to, they could have brought back Max or Allison, because they would have been an enemy for them, right? But they went this other way.
2: Yeah, we get to see more
0: uh, Hell, Reverend Trask one. was the enemy. He's the one that killed them to start with, right?
1: And I love this because while they're looking through the book, Cobweb, the black cat, hops on the table and they're like, Oh, the bean her boss. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's you, Thackeray. And she almost kills him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they head off to find the mayor. Gilbert heads off to dig up Billy and find out to your point, Julia, he's been awake the whole time. And how does Gilbert get Billy to help him?
0: He lies to him, tells them they gonna kill the Sanders and Sisters for good.
1: Yeah. Yep, bitch, poor Billy. Poor, poor oh, Billy. Gilbert for such a sweet looking guy, he's kind of a piece of garbage.
2: Yeah, he really is. That was surprising <laughs> to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's so against type for this actor, too, because he always plays like a really sweet, innocent guy and oh really, everything. Um <clears throat> While they're doing that, the Sanderson sisters head to Cleoam's Scarefest. Mm-hmm. And they love it because there are people bobbing for apples, which they think is drowning. <laughs> Witches are handing out poisoned apples, which Winifred's like, never advertise that they're poison. Amateur. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> and the Roombas are just following along like little pets on the ground, eating anyway, up all that. the popcorn and everything, all the dirt <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> and uh but the we girls the are still like locked- number well not yet because the girls are still locked in the basement how do mm-hmm. they get out
2: uh, they- those pedals help mm-hmm. them out gilbert actually did him a solid by giving him those curse breakers because it does allow them to escape the dungeon
1: well first they try calling cassie but the spell worked Block the phone too she thinks they can't see she can't see or hear them so she thinks they butt dialed her which mm-hmm. she's annoyed about so they escape the dungeon they try to call her again but she's mad at them at this point and she won't well, and the while
2: film. while they escape magicy things start happening to becca
1: mm-hmm. like she
2: starts to manifest some kind of magic more so than she even does at the beginning of of the movie right um and so like things are brewing inside of becca
1: yep And first of all, they find (laughs) they look look for book first. And uh, I love when they're looking for book. He's among all the replicas because they've totally monetized
2: (laughs) the Sanderson
1: sisters' legend. I love when she's looking for him. Book is nervous about being found and starts sweating. (laughs) (laughs) A really nice touch. Um, (laughs) Book won't go with them. He's still loyal to Winnie, so he's going to stay behind. Uh, and the girls try to call Cassie, but she's pissed off and won't answer, so they do the next best thing to get Mare Trask away from Scarefest, and they call and they, rat out Cassie's house party.
0: Yep. They tattle on Cassie.
1: and. Which
2: means he has to get out of line. To get he's out in get line, out of line for a
1: me. candy apple, which we've seen well, him in this line a few times. And he's like, Have you ever tried this? Oh, you're in for a treat. You're in for a treat.
0: Well, this lady, it's like this lady is coming back from New York.
1: She's yeah. on something called GMA. Don't you mean good morning, America? Is that good morning, America? <laughs> <laughs> and he, at, he asks the people in line behind him to save his spot. And he'll be right back because his daughter is about to throw away her life. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: throw your life with one party
1: and did you notice who the people in line were dressed as that he asked
0: was Satan. it the marshals
1: the marshals oh. from the first film the devil and yeah her and her yeah. hair colors which nice touch mm-hmm. um so while he rushes home the sandersons crash a sanderson sister look-alike contest which are drag queens well, there yeah. was one group that was just a sexy version, and they're the ones that end up winning. But then the rest oh, were yeah. drag queens. And I like that Disney didn't make fun of it. You know? Yeah. Like, Mary was kind of like, is that what I look like? You look foxy. <laughs> With the beard. And Sarah's like, hello, me. Hello, me. Hello, me. And Winifred's like, lose the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh they of course think they're gonna win like when this guy asked them to introduce themselves Winifred's like the originals yeah <laughs> but of course the judges are creepy old men and they vote for the sexy young Sanderson sisters yeah <laughs> and Winifred and Mary are aghast, and Sarah just assume they won starts hopping around like we won we won we won <sighs> and uh Winifred throws the trophy, knocks out a judge, and addresses a the crowd. They're here for the blood of the mayor. And when they just look back confused, she thinks they're being willfully uncooperative. So she decides to curse them. That's right. With another song and dance number, this time one way or another, and another very so fun good. sequence. So good. Because this time she's bewitching like half the town instead of just a party. Yeah. And instead of just having them dance, she's having them go out to like hunt down this guy for her.
2: Yeah. Take him, take her to him.
1: And it was very catchy. The dance, they were like doing the thriller dance almost. <laughs> yeah. And, it was uh, super
2: fun. It was I was glad we had fun. a moment like that because I love that part of the original one.
1: Yep. It was very fun, but of course Winifred gets in her own way and they're going too slow because instead of just having them walk to find the mayor, she's having them dance and sing down the street. Yes. So she's like idiot villagers <laughs> and they decide to just leave them behind and go find the mayor themselves. And we get a cute little Easter egg where Winifred, Winifred flies by an apartment and sees the Marshall scene from the first movie playing on TV.
2: Oh. Which those again marshalls it's sad
1: it was a nice tribute to them mm-hmm. because everyone loves that scene from the original yeah but it was also just kind of like another little thing like have the sanderson sisters become so big in this version of the world that they made a movie about them It's like very yeah. meta it is uh mary pops her head into the home of the little boy from the beginning who was scared of witches at the magic shop. <laughs> and he freaks out. And uh Sarah's just doing her thing and flying over town and gets yelled at. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very fun sequence. Mm-hmm. And I love this because they look everywhere and they can't find them there. And Winifred's like, well, Sarah's like, maybe we could just find... One person to lead us to him, and Winifred's like, who would be stupid enough to lead three witches to the mayor? And it's a fantastic cutscene of Cassie's boyfriend Mike just running down the street at full belt as the <laughs> witches are chasing them. Him <laughs> and Cat <laughs> and Sarah's so like, I told you. And Winifred's like, Oh, please, it's just a coincidence we ran into the village idiot. <laughs> 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 Becca and Izzy show up home, and Cassie's none too pleased to see them. Yeah. Why?
2: Well, I mean, she's kind of figured out. She got in trouble. Her dad's like, I don't remember what he said as he was leaving again, but she's in trouble, and she figured they were to blame, and so.
1: Yeah. Oh, I forgot <laughs> during the montage, the mayor returned to Scarefest and ended up back in line for his <sighs> little apple. He did, <laughs> And he finally gets it when the enchanter mob starts coming toward him. And he's like, oh, a flash mob. And he starts <laughs> going. <laughs> and somebody steals his apple and the place oh. closes down and he never gets it. They're sold so
2: out. so bad for him. That's so sad.
1: As he's quick to believe her friends, though, because the Sanderson sisters and Mike arrive. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Sanderson sisters may be a little more vicious this time around, but they're just as dumb because they, uh, they trick they're them. T-
2: to entrap them with a ring of
1: salt. Yep. Yeah. And it was cool seeing what the salt does this time around because we didn't see that in the original.
2: Yeah, I guess the CGI wasn't up to, up to snuff, but yeah, it creates like a protective dome, which is super cool.
1: Yeah. I
0: just realized I was muted. Yes. Oh. I'm like, man, they keep talking over me. No, <laughs> no. Uh, It's the, it's basically the furnace again, right? This is how they get stuck in the furnace in the first one? Yeah,
1: yeah, and now you still call back to the first one where Winifred pushes Sarah into the road thinking it's water. She pushes Sarah into the, into the rig of salt and it's like she's up against glass, right? Her face goes flat against
2: uh-huh. it. Yep.
1: <laughs> and uh, this is funny because Winifred's like, you know... It's uh not very attractive to hold a grudge. And Becca's like, you've held a grudge for three centuries. <laughs> <laughs> so while the Sanderson's are trapped in the salt in their garage, the girls kind of talk it out outside, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And it seems to be just bad communication on their part because Becca and Izzy were upset she got a boyfriend and has been hanging out with Mike all the time. And Kathy was like, Well, you started, stop inviting me to everything once I got a boyfriend. Yeah. And then they say it's because of Mike. Why would we want to hang out with him when he makes fun of us? <laughs> what does Mike say?
0: He, he, gosh, what's the actual quote? Because it's actually pretty tame. It was really funny. But basically, <laughs> Mike's not funny. making fun of them and being mean.
1: No, he's always like, yes, I, just, I just point out the witchy stuff you do is weird. And pointing yeah. out the things that other people do that are weird is making fun of them. And instead of, like, a snarky comeback, he has this really sweet moment where he's like, oh, my yeah. God, I have so many people to apologize to. <laughs> he's so
0: dumb. He's so good. But he's such a good guy.
1: <laughs> and I loved it. I loved it. I loved that he wasn't just a bully. Like, Jay and Ice redone.
2: I am, yeah. I'm glad he wasn't
0: just a bully, too. That is good. <laughs> he wasn't a bully at all. He was a good guy. He was just dumb.
1: Just so while they're, while they're talking... Mayor Trask comes home, and I love this whole scene. First of all, he opens the garage, and they see the headlights of the car, and again, they're like, the sun! (laughs) The the first one. (laughs) Then he gets out of the car, and immediately, they see it's the Reverend, and they're just like, you. He's like, oh, performance art, huh? I can can play the Reverend. I hate the Sanderson sister. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and i and okay. i love it because he's like party's over huh older older crowd than i was expect- <laughs> expecting <laughs> <laughs> and then he has the best and i wish it was online the quote but it's not because well first he's about to shake their hand and cassie comes running over and calls him dad and this triggers winifred she's like ah another trash mm-hmm. um but they pull him away to talk to him. And he has this wonderful quote about what an awful night it was. <laughs> it's been for him. <laughs> and he and in it he refers to them as the got the golden girls in his garage, which was amazing. <laughs> like <laughs> the best description of them I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's talking <laughs> and poor Izzy is just trying to cheer him up. And he's like, Well, you got your candy apple at least, right? <laughs> And he's like, no, they sold out, which I thought it was really unprofessional. So I had to go to oh. Walgreens that had its lights out because what kind of Walgreens has its lights out? And I had to get this, and I don't even know what it is. For all I know, this could be a chocolate, a caramel-covered piece of mozzarella. But you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> eat it. <laughs> I think his story is a real tragedy. In this, it is a, it's an
0: absolute tragedy. Dude just wants his candy apple, like. And we apply keep this pulling to pulling it out from under him.
1: Apply this to Christmas and think of your favorite once-a-year Christmas tree and think of somebody holding it out from underneath you the entire time. You would be heartbroken. Yeah. What would that be for you, by the way? Your one Christmas tree that would be like this guy's caramel apple to you.
0: Oh, that's a good question. That is that's a, a good, good qu- question. That's a good, that's question, good,
1: good question of the
2: question week. Of the week.
1: Think about it, listeners. <laughs> I'll forget
2: um, to think about it until next week. and then
0: Take that, suckers. We don't need you to write our questions of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, that, that's a lie. We definitely still need <laughs> each other
1: to, to give us our questions of the week. We just got lucky once. <laughs> so while the girls are talking Mary's little pet Roombas have followed them to the house (laughs) and they come and they hate mess so they come and back you up the circle of (laughs) salt which again I love that they were their own characters and I will chalk that up to you know when she cursed them to fly like you know short circuited them or whatever I don't know I don't need an explanation (laughs) I don't either it was just it was good comedic (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> her. Um, but now they're out, and Winifred swoops down on her broom and steals off Cassie and flies away with her, with their sisters. And Becca and Izzy give chase, realizing they're going to the forest. Yeah. Now at this point, Billy has realized. Gilbert's betrayed him. He's not trying to kill the Sanderson sisters. He's trying to help them. Yeah, and it's a sad scene because Billy was like conducting, like it was a bromance. Like he was so happy getting all these ingredients with him. And then he, and then he turned on him. He turned on him. He steals his head in the middle of the street. Poor Billy. Poor Billy. Poor Billy. <laughs> so Gilbert brings the head to the forest and sets up the altar with all the ingredients and he's like you know what i'm gonna and billy's like they're still gonna kill you and gilbert's like well now if i kill them first and he tries to blow out the candle which of course we know is useless that's, that's right. never that's never gonna work bro but gilbert does have a little sort of moment of redemption here because the witches come with becca Wait, well, no, with cassie who they kidnapped and they yep. take her take her blood uh blood of thy enemy, and Gilbert's trying to talk them down from hurting her. She they're like, Oh, she's not your enemy. And they're like, She has her enemy's blood. And I actually thought it was kind of creepy. Winifred's nail is so sharp, she used it to like slit her throat and take the blood. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was
0: that's why I don't say why they defanged them. Literally, she mm-hmm.
1: drew blood from a child. Yeah. And um They tie her up because, of course, they have learned nothing. They'd have learned not just to kill people on the spot, but they want to torture them later. And uh, Because that worked out well before, right? Obviously. They were here for the last 29 years. Yeah, I remember that. But Gilbert, they are done with. Now that he's done everything they wanted, Winifred says he has been rendered redundant and knocks him away with her magic. And they start to do this Magica Maxima spell, which they have to recite seven times.
2: Right. Which I, I love. <laughs> so I, annoying.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> so annoying. You mess up one time, you have to start it over. <laughs> start all over. <laughs> <laughs> and while they're doing that, Becca realizes, you know what? She has the gift of magic, too. And she goes out to confront Winifred. And she makes blue lightning appear from her fingers mm-hmm. and hit her. And it's a very funny moment because it barely <laughs> scratches powerful. Winifred. Yeah, and Winifred's like, who do you think's going to win? Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> Could it be us? Hmm. It's like very funny. Like, Bette Batmother's is eating up the scenery as much as she ever has.
0: Oh, yeah. She looks
1: like she's having so much fun in this movie.
0: hmm she really does.
1: And before well, the
0: other
2: sisters have power now, which we've never seen before because of that
1: spell. Because of that spell, they can shoot lightning too. So mm-hmm. while they're doing that and having fun, Winifred's like upset. She's like, get them, you idiots get them. And Sarah hits her. And I loved it. Sarah yeah, she's, for I'm her not an idiot. I'm a good I'm... and loyal sister. Yeah. And she immediately backs down. Then we start to
0: see out of nowhere, um, Sarah and Winifred, Sarah and Mary, Mary. Okay. Sarah and Mary start to dissolve like they did in the last one.
1: Well, no, not yet. So they run off to chase the girls and Winifred curses Becca again. And Becca's like, you have a choice. You don't have to do this, and Winifred's like, "What choice do I have?" She's like, "I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the book." And book floats to her when she holds out her hand. Mm -hmm. That was
0: so sweet to see the good side of book. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Winnie's heartbroken. She looks like she's gonna cry. Yeah. So they they chase the girls. They have this magic shield. They're able. It looked like. The protection that went over Hogwarts in the final Harry Potter movie that Voldemort had dead. to knock away. Uh, and Becca's taunting Winifred about how, like, you know, you can't even finish your spell now. You don't have the book. And Winifred's like, I don't need a book. Like, talk about a jealous ex-girlfriend. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> And they go off to finish their spell and while they're doing that, the book opens up to the warning page. He's trying to warn the girls what will happen. Mm -hmm. And the girls, I don't know if they're like, if it's more of a, we've got to stop them for doing this or we've got to warn her what's going to happen if she finishes it. I think it's a little bit of both because they run off to try to stop it, but it's too late. Winifred completes the spell and... You know, purple lightning starts flashing in the sky, her eyes go purple. She's all powerful. But what happens? There is a cost. Her
0: her sisters disappear. Her sisters the cost was, the cost was this could only be for one person. You
1: Yeah, to trade something you love. And
0: the thing you love the most disappears, which is yeah. amazingly sweet because she's so mean to her sisters so many times. Mm-hmm. But deep down, this love that she has is for her sisters is so
1: important that and it's it's a heartbreaking scene that member really sold me i got me out yeah. here like yeah. when she says goodbye to them and then she turns to the girls and book and like begs them for their help yeah and it's literally the grinch moment like she starts grabbing her heart and she's like i don't yeah. know what this my feeling is my heart's breaking mm-hmm. and book is like shedding a tear and Winifred's like won't you help me I'd give up my powers or nothing without my sisters Mm -hmm. and I loved it that Midler improvised that whole thing I read in Entertainment Weekly every take was different wow
2: that's amazing
1: oh that's sweet
2: she's amazing
1: she is amazing and book has a change of heart and decides to open up to the rejoining spell and the girls cast their first spell together as a coven yeah. But nothing happens. Well, when they're reading it, I actually really like that Midler's acting. She's kind of mouthing the words along with them and like just holding yeah. her heart like she's having palpitations. Like, I've, yeah. I love that. She yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. But uh, nothing happens. And at first, Winifred thinks they read the spell wrong, but mm-hmm. the spell wasn't going to bring Sarah and Mary back. It was going to send them, her, to them. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful moment. Like white lights start to go around Winifred, and mm-hmm. Winifred's very happy. And before she leaves, she tells the girls, "You three are lucky to have one another." Mm-hmm. And yep. then, as she calls out "sisters" for the last time, she disappears in glowing lights. And I loved it, but was this like a redemption for her? Like, no. does she go back to hell? Did they go to yeah. heaven? Like, where did they go?
0: <laughs> they die. <laughs>
1: They died, but where do they go?
0: I don't know. We don't know where they've been anyways. They obviously weren't in hell because they were looking for, they didn't know where Satan, they didn't know Satan, right? (laughs)
1: Right. But she tells Billy in the first one, oh, I've been there. Thank you. I found it quite lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then Billy, finally, poor Billy. Gilbert comes back with his body and reunites his head. Yep. And uh, Billy goes away with the curse, too, because all of Winifred's spells are being undone now.
0: So right. he Rest.
1: finally gets to sleep. But not before Gilbert promises him to tell the world his story that he was not Winifred's lover. They That's just right. shared one. <laughs> That's right. Because he it. was very upset about the way that story was
0: unfolding. Mm-hmm.
1: And then Gilbert apologizes to the girls. And they accept his apology. And he offers them a... discount. discount. Uh, 10% 10%. 10 discount. (laughs) And the girls decide to go spend the night at Izzy's like they always did on their birthday and as they're walking off down the street they subconsciously go into the witch's synchronized walk and they even question like, what are we doing? And there's that final shot of the hawk that mother witch Mm -hmm. turns into following them down the street and then cut to black and the end and it was perfect it was but not quite to the end because we got totally 90s thing where during the credits bett midler sarah jessica parker and kathleen and jimmy as some witches are in a recording studio singing the witches uh-huh. are back and it was so fun it's so wonderful i love it
2: and then you get your post scene.
1: There you get a post credit scene cobweb. where cobweb hops up onto a shelf in the shop next to black claim candle number two Mm-hmm. and it makes you wonder could there be a sequel mm-hmm. a well, lot of people on twitter are predicting yes since so it was the biggest debut disney plus has ever had
2: yeah it's which, good which means
1: we're gonna go
0: kill what they kill everything good that disney's done with us, right. and make it bad
2: <laughs> that's probably what will happen but because i don't think they're going to bring the sandersons back again
1: i i don't either i think i think the uh, only way they could at this point since they kind of gave them a moment of redemption there is if they brought them back to like help them like defeat mother witch or something
2: yeah i totally want to see more mother witch but i would be happy not seeing the sandersons again and then when i think of a future movie where those are the people it makes me a little less happy
1: well they are hocus pocus yep But I would rather Disney, if they were going to revisit this world, do a prequel series or a prequel movie with those young girls. Show them young. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I loved seeing them young. That was so good. So, so, so good.
1: But this movie, too, besides it also had that Halloween fall atmosphere that I love so much about the original that so many Halloween movies don't have. And I'm so Mm -hmm. glad they were able to recreate that. Mm -hmm. And did you notice besides Master and his wife they was a Madonna costume in the crowd or one way or another. Yes, yeah, I loved did. it. Yep. I loved it. I thought maybe the only other Easter egg they could have done was maybe the mayor could have lived in like Max's old house or something. Like, yeah, I expected that. Could have that. had the house. Yeah.
2: But yeah, I was yeah.
1: disappointed. But I liked it. And I was surprised how much I liked the new characters and did not miss the original three.
2: Same. That's right. I would love I was really have loved cameos from the original ones but I didn't miss it in
1: you the didn't long need run. it yeah Mm-mm. I mean there were definitely places they could have done cameos like when they were flying around town like looking through windows like maybe mm-hmm. that kid could have been Max and Allison's or something like after she swooped down Max or Allison could have come in you know yeah but I get it the director said they thought about putting cameos and stuff in there but at the same time like these are beloved characters, like a cameo which just kind of pissed people off like you'd want to see more of them, so they just decided not to. Yeah. Have them. So I get it.
2: Yeah, and if they were going to do any cameo, I appreciate the Gary and Penny one probably more than anybody.
1: Yeah, because that scene for the original is iconic.
0: Yes. And it's just funny.
1: It's just funny, even though it's still weird to me all these years later, they got brother and sister to play husband and play wife.
2: married. I bet you money it was their idea.
1: I bet it was too. It seems some, yeah. like something they would do. Yeah. 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 Um, so, do we have a new Halloween equivalent to a Linus moment?
2: Yeah. What do we call it, though?
1: A Winifred Sanderson? moment. A Sanderson Winifred moment.
2: moment. <laughs> Winifred moment. I like a Winifred moment.
1: I like it. And it was, again, something I did not expect to get emotional at the end of this movie.
2: Me either. Totally surprised me. It was a total win.
1: I chose. I am still confused about that though. Like how I feel. Like I feel, I got it. I felt it. It hit home for me. But at the mm-hmm. same time, when I stop and think about it, I'm like, she was literally about to like kill that whole town and like kill those girls. Like, it, 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 does she deserve redemption?
2: It's like Cruella DeVille live action.
0: Right.
1: Well, that's right. a thing. That's a Disney trend, right? And it I is. think I said in the past, like, oh, I hope they don't do this thing where they water them down and make them good.
2: Yeah I mean I I liked the Maleficent movie I liked both of them One much more than the other Personally and that has the same idea too So I don't hate it But I think this one's a lot more successful Than some of the other Disney live actions have been with their redemption Of villains
1: Yes because they didn't complete Again I don't think they completely defanged them Like some people did I thought they were actually kind of more cruel this time around Except for the ending Yeah this is undoubtedly a Halloween movie.
2: Yes, absolutely. no question. And I send
1: my, it's part of my Halloween canon. Same. Yes, I will be watching it every year back to back with the original. Absolutely. It was a good sequel. Legacy sequels are hard to do. Yeah. Especially this much time later. And we'll be covering a legacy sequel in a few weeks with another a horror franchise. And we cover Halloween 2018. Oh. And we'll see how that does it. But legacy sequels are hard. And I think they knocked it out of the park. I think yes. the wait was worth it. Yes. I agree.
0: I'm coming in at a solid 10. It exceeded my expectations. I like it. And uh, watching it as like a, a compendium with the first one is, uh, is, is a new Halloween tradition for our family. We were talking about that halfway through, how this is part of our Halloween tradition
1: now. Yep.
2: Um, I'll do a 9.8.
1: I'll do a 9.9, which gives us a solid 9.9. Nice. So that would put it at number two on our Halloween list, mm-hmm. right below Behind the Hol- original Hocus, Hocus H- Pocus. I
0: can, I can be happy with that.
1: I, uh, I was so pleasantly surprised, guys. I was so worried going in. <laughs> I was so worried coming to talk to you after watching it. Especially when you guys didn't watch it right away, and then Sunday times started trolling in text messages. So I was like, "Don't do this to me, man! Don't do this to me!"
0: <laughs> I, I thought
1: for sure you were going to see right through it because I don't know how you can watch
0: this and not love everything it is. Yeah,
1: April Riley, our good friend April Riley, I was talking to her about it, and I think she actually had the perfect analogy for it um, because I do think it's slightly lesser than the original. Not by much, but I gave it a 9.9 9, out of 10 like the original, right? Mm-hmm. And she compa- kind of compared it. She didn't think it was as good as we did, but she kind of compared it to the Santa Claus 2 compared to the first Santa Claus. Like very good, merely up there, but slightly more like family friendly and modern and a little bit more kiddie, but still really good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a nice comparison because I like the Santa Claus too and put it right up there at the Santa Claus. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'll be curious to see what our listeners think. I know Jerry hates it, but he hated the first hates one too. He hates it?
2: Oh. Yep. Well, yeah, if you don't like the first one, you're not going to like this one.
1: I don't think. I don't Where know. Where can no. listeners let us know what they think about it?
0: Y'all, I'm really excited to hear your responses. Make sure you head over to linktree.com the podcast and let us know everything that you, th- that uh, let us know all of your thoughts and feelings about this. Is it part of your your Halloween tradition moving
1: forward or not? where can they get bonus content
2: well if they use that same link and they just go to patreon instead they can find stuff that's maybe not christmas related um there's definitely some halloween stuff on our patreon site um in addition to non holiday themed stuff period so there's a whole bunch of stuff in there um anthony and i lately have covered a few really fun non-holiday movies um that are good listens, especially when we covered a multiverse movie that I love so much. After covering one, I don't love so much. If you're curious about what I'm talking about, go check out Patreon. Um, we've got some really good stuff on there that goes back as long as the podcast goes back. So a whole bunch of
1: stuff. And this whole month, once a week, this whole month of October, you'll get a spooky episode on Patreon as well. So not only will you get a spooky episode in your main feed every week, you'll get one on Patreon too. And you'll get Thanksgiving content next month which we still have to schedule and at some point mugs will go for sale
2: mugs very excited
1: i'm very excited because next week we are covering a sequel that i love with with mr jay skipworth of filmster podcast we are covering scream 2 I do not know what Jay thinks of this one. He said he has thoughts on this one because I offered this one in Halloween 2018 to him, and he chose to jump off Halloween and come to the screen too. Uh-oh. I'm gonna
2: learn. I'm gonna learn so much next week.
1: <laughs> I think the next three weeks are going to be very easy on Julia and Tom because the week <laughs> after we have The Muppets Haunted Mansion with Mike Westfall, and the week after that we have Halloween 2018 with Ron Hogan. So nice. Very informative and well researched. Three weeks coming up, y'all. Yes. (laughs) All
0: Julie and I (laughs) get to take time and catch up on things. Maybe take a nap.
1: (laughs) So the weeks are actually off. So I don't know how much time that we have till Christmas. The numbers are off. Charlene pointed that out after we stopped recording last week. Tom,
2: um, I can tell you that. Let's see. It's eighty-two days right now on Tuesday the week before we drop so by the time we drop
1: 75 days until Christmas I don't know that's under three months 10 weeks y'all get excited I'm starting to get stressed and nervous excited but I'm starting to get stressed about everything that's coming up in terms of preparations agree I'm very excited to be spending the journey with y'all, and I'm glad we're all back.
0: Me too.
1: Yeah, I guess. So, do your homework, y'all. Watch Scream 2. Watch The Muppets Haunted Mansion, and watch Halloween 2018, and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye! Bye! Bye, Bye. y'all! One way or another I'm gonna find ya I'm gonna get ya, get ya, get ya, get ya One way or another I'm gonna win ya
0: I'm gonna get ya, get ya, get ya, get ya One way or another I'm
2: gonna see ya I'm gonna meet ya, meet ya, meet ya, meet ya One day, maybe real soon I'm gonna meet ya I'm gonna meet ya, I'll meet ya And when The sun has Gone down downtown
1: to spy who's around
0: 嗨 yeah. yeah.